So, having said that, I hope, there we go. In this identity series, the first week we started, we talked about the identity gap. So this is what God, circle two is what God sees and what God says about you in his word. You're his child. You're a saint. You're an ambassador of his kingdom. Amen. You're his servant. And then this week, well, this week, ambassador, like I've said. That's what God says in his word about us. Circle, the white circle is what we believe. Now, how many of you know what God says and what you believe? They're not 100% in sync. That's the problem in our Christian lives, is that we're out of sync. And we've been doing this identity series to try to get those two circles to merge because this is the gap. That's the gap. That's what you've still got to move into, and that's where you are lining up with the Word of God. And I don't know about you, but I'm telling you guys, I mean, I was saved when I was nine years old. I'm 51. I've been a pastor for 21 years, and I have seen that gap through this series closing in my life. Isn't that amazing? You know, you never arrive in the kingdom of God. This side of heaven, you will keep on growing. You will keep on growing from faith to faith, from glory to glory, and strength to strength. Amen. And so it's been a wonderful journey, all right? So if you have your book there, you can open up to page 14. And on the right-hand side, there'll be a place for you to make some notes and uh, be able to get in it. So what have we looked at? We've looked at that identity gap. We've looked at the fact that we are God's sons and daughters and that He is our Father. Amen? We've looked at the fact that we are His servants and He is our Master. We've looked at the fact that God says we are saints and He is our Savior. And last week we looked at the fact that we are the citizens of heaven. We may, be, we may have a South African passport, but actually our eternal home is heaven and He is therefore our King. This week, and if you want to make a note of it, you can put it at the top there. We are looking at the fact that I am an ambassador of his kingdom, and Christ is the one who commissions me. Isn't that incredible? Now, I just want you to ponder that for a moment. There's a friend of mine, Brad Lane, who leads the Crossing Church. Wonderful man. Now, him and his wife, she's got a thing, they've got a, they've got a, a social media blog called Lanes of Grace. And uh, they adopted two kids, and then miraculously, they couldn't have kids, they adopted two kids, then miraculously they had two kids of their own, and uh, it's a mixed-race family, and um, it's got a huge following on, on social media. And so what happened is, they were approached by different companies. Hey, will you be our brand ambassador? Will you be our brand ambassador? And then what they've got to do is they've got to just use their brand and they've got to showcase their brand on their social media. Are you with me? And they obviously get paid for that, and they also get the product for that. Are you with me? Now, I don't know, but I've never been approached to be a brand ambassador, okay? <laughs> and I'm okay with that, I'll be honest. Are you with me? I don't, I don't know if I like the conflict. But I reckon it's a pretty cool honor, hey? You know, I'd love to be the brand ambassador for A-Band, you know? Get free glasses all the time, am I right? I think if someone called you and said, hey, we've checked out your social media and we want you to be a brand ambassador for us. We want to give you free stuff and we want to pay you. How many of you would think, wow? Even if you didn't do it, you'd still think, wow. Am I right? Now, what about this, hey, guys? This is what the Bible says. 
in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 to 19. I want you to write that scripture down. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 19. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has come and the new has gone. The new, sorry, the old has gone and the new is here. All of this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. We are therefore, listen to this, Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making, making his appeal through us. Paul writes and he says, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Now this identity, the sixth and last identity, I am Christ's brand ambassador on earth for the kingdom of God. And he is my king and he commissioned me. Now I want you to just pause there for a second and I want you to consider that. Steve, think about this. Is that an honor for you or is that a duty? Is that a fearful task or is that an incredible privilege? We've all acknowledged that if we're asked on earth to be the brand ambassador for some big fancy company, we would think, sweet, my friend, you, the Bible says God's truth, this identity gap, what God sees. I'm not sure why it's not showing there, but I'm, there we go. That point too, God calls you to say, Hillary, I want you to be my brand ambassador and I want you to shine the light of my life, the, of my love and of my truth, of my faith, of my hope and my life to this world. I love you. I'm for you. I choose you. Yo, my friends, when I was preparing it this week, I found myself on my knees saying, God, forgive me, number one, for making light of this and number two, forgive me for being scared of this. You know, when the prodigal son comes back to the father, the younger one, he gets a ring, which is the father's signet ring, so he can buy on his father account. He gets a robe, his clothes, he's covered, his filth and his dirt is covered by, the, by his father's best robe. He puts sandals on his feet. Sandals, it's a sign of sonship. The gospel shows a peep. There's reconciliation between the father and the son. They throw a massive party and they spend a lot of, they, they kill the fatted calf. Amen. The father wants that son to know, listen, you're mine. You belong to me. You have my authority. You drift in my righteousness. There's peace between us. And we're celebrating your return. The older brother who never left the father, but who was never really with the father, he says, I've been slaving for you all of these years. And the father says to him, my son, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. Now you put those two things together that the father says to the younger son and the older brother, this is what you come up with. Me and you, all of us here, we are the sons and daughters of God. He calls us to be his sons and daughters, but then he gives us this incredible destiny in our lives to be his ambassadors, that we are with him, that we have access to his resources and that we from that position are sent to be the light of the world. You know, if you look at our vision statement, we are two things. We are a healing community and we're a base church. 
What we mean by that is we're a healing community. We get healed in our, with our fears and our insecurities. We get healed in all of the nonsense that is in, is in circle three and quadrant three. We've got to heal people. But how many, you know, and most people, if, if, if you look at the number timeline, zero is you're born into a, mom, a family with a mom and dad that love you into a Christian home that's going to give you everything you need. That's zero. Most people are born somewhere between zero and minus 100. We're not born into Christian homes. We come from abusive situations. We don't know our moms. We don't know our dads. We don't know what's going on in life. And we've, as a church, people come in here and they're somewhere from zero to minus 100. They need to be healed. But who wants to live at zero for their whole life? For goodness sake, not me. God wants you to go from zero to plus 100. And that's living in your destiny. So that's what it means to be a base church. We bring people to wholeness and healing, zero. Then we take them into their destiny in God, the core plan and purposes of God for their life. This is where you become an ambassador. This is where you're so healed that the light of God shines through your life. The fruits of the Spirit are on display. The gifts of the Spirit are on display. The seven manifestations of the Spirit of God that rested on Jesus from Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 3. The Spirit of the Lord, which is love. The Spirit of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. The Spirit of counsel, the spirit of power, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. They rest on you, and you manifest those seven manifestations of the Holy Spirit in your business, in your marriage, in your parenting, on the sports field, wherever you go. Can you imagine your life, my friend, fully fruited, all the fruits of the Spirit operating, fully gifted, all of the gifts of the Spirit manifesting, and all of the seven manifestations of the Spirit manifesting, that is living at plus 100. And that's the purpose of every person in this church. We want to lead you to that place of fruitfulness and wholeness in God where you shine to the nations the light of Christ. And how do you do that? Please listen to me carefully. You're not a religious slave. You are not identified by your work for God. God doesn't want you to do any work for Him. That's what the older brother said. I have been slaving for you all of these years. The father doesn't say to him, my slave. He says, my son, that's your problem. You've been a slave in your identity, but you're not a slave, you're a son. You work with me from my presence, with my resources, as my ambassador. Isn't that amazing? So we are these ambassadors of Christ. What does this mean for us? Three things. In this passage, one, two, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, verses 17 to 18, one, we're a new creation. We're a new, a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen? God has done something in me. God has done something in me. He's given me a new identity. We were chosen in, in Him before the, before the world began. We are more loved than we will ever know. We have been made in the very image and likeness of God. My father knows me, my father cares for me, and my father takes the great, great delight in me. He calls me precious, empowered and, call, empowered, and called by him. Number one. Number two, we have been reconciled. We have the gospel shoes of peace. We've been given those sandals. We have been reconciled. Verse 2 Corinthians 5 verse 18. All of this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Jesus. You know, that's an incredible thought. Max shared it so beautifully this morning. Don't you love that? Jesus' blood flowed from his head so that your mind can be renewed. 
Blood flowed from his hands so that the way you work, not for God, but with God, can be renewed. His feet were pieced so that you can walk in the ways of God, not in the ways of this world. Amen? And his side was pierced. Amen? And I don't know why that was in this context, but I'm just... But his side was pierced. And blood and water flowed, proving that he was dead. Because he's reconciled you to himself. Not from you. It is the gift of God. Do you live with this conscious understanding between me and the Father? The foundation, see this thing, the the immovable rock that the lighthouse is built on is this. God worked on your behalf through his son Jesus Christ so that you're reconciled to him. And nothing from God's side is going to break that. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. You've been reconciled. Your sins have been forgiven. So if new creation is what God has done in me, then reconciliation is is what God has done between me and him. He has reconciled us. Isn't that amazing? And then thirdly, now I'm his ambassador. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 18. He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. We are Christ's ambassadors. And when we talk about ambassadors, we talk about what God wants to do through me. What God wants to do through me. Not every one of us. Hey, Azaria, are you saying amen in baby language, eh? (laughs) She's like, yeah, she's nodding at me. (laughs) What God wants to do through me. Now listen to me, guys. Come back to this thing that the king of, hello, Michael, are you well? Good to see you, bud. What the king of the universe, the one that there was nothing, and he said, let there be light, boom. Then the Bible says, through faith we believe that God made the things that exist from the things that didn't exist. He said, let there be sand, boom. Let there be this, let be that, boom, boom. He spoke it into existence. That same God that spoke the physical world into existence looks at you and he says, you're my ambassador. Andrew, I've got a plan for your life. I love you. I've called you. I want you to represent my brand. Now, you know what that requires? I don't know if we've got any of that communion elements left. I was thinking about this this morning. Every morning I break bread between me and the Lord. I encourage you, every single morning you should break bread. You and the Lord. And as I broke that bread, something a friend of mine said to me in the week came to me. He said this, Jesus' body was broken for you now, his physical body. But guess what? For the kingdom of God to advance on the earth, Jesus' body still has to be broken every day. But who's his body? Who's his body? We his body. We his body. And you know what's the the, the blockage between the, the destiny, the plus 100 coming in our lives? Jesus says, if you lose your life for me and my kingdom, you'll gain life. But if you hold on to your life, you'll lose your life. There's a brokenness of the human spirit that is required for the church of Jesus Christ to be his ambassadors and to move with him. Are you willing to be broken by God? Not for him, but with him in the advancement of his kingdom. That brokenness, my friends, is not a brokenness that leads to destruction. It's a brokenness that leads to life and life abundantly. Now, this, you might be frightened by this word ministry. Hey, God's called me to be the minister of reconciliation. 
And that ministry is simply service. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 19 says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled through, to be reconciled to God. Amen. In other words, we are the physical ambassadors on earth of the invisible God, and the invisible God, Martin, is making his appeal to the world through you and me. Amen? Now, when a country, when a country appoints an ambassador, is that a privilege? Hey? It's a massive privilege. Okay? I think it comes with a lot of benefits. But is that ambassador free to make their own statements, do their own thing, say their own thing, write their own speeches? Huh? No. What must the ambassador do? Must represent the country well. He must represent the country's vision, the country's values, the country's constitution. He must represent the, the country's policies. Am I right? Yes? Now, what does that mean for us? You see, that ambassador is not free to make up his own statements and his own opinions. He represents a sovereign government. And what we need to understand is that as Christ's ambassadors, we are submitted to his spirit. We are submitted to his word. We are submitted to his church. Amen? And we don't just go around doing our own thing, making our own plans, going our own way. The anthem of the world is, you can go your own way. Stevie Nicks. And then it says this, even if it thunders, you can go your own way. In other words, it's the human anthem of rebellion towards God. Now, God gives you that freedom. Garden of Eden. But what happened as a result of them choosing the wrong way? Death and destruction, my friend. You can go your own way. But don't blame God when death and destruction come. Or you can submit to the king. You can represent the kingdom. You can submit to his word. You can submit to his spirit. You can submit to his church. And my friends, you know what I've found in my life? Submission to the Lord and his plan for my life is the absolute best thing on the planet. It's the absolute best thing on the planet. So, Matthew chapter 10, Jesus sends out his 12 disciples. And this is what he, he, he does this as his ambassadors. So I want to make this statement. And if you're making notes, I'd love you to write this down in your book. Listen to this. As an ambassador, I'm on one, the king's mission. Two, proclaiming the king's message. Three, with the king's help. Isn't that amazing? Let me read it again. As an ambassador, number one, I'm on the king's mission. Number two, I'm proclaiming the king's message. And number three, with the king's help. Isn't it the, you know, the amazing thing about the Old Testament versus the New Testament? In the New Testament, you don't just get the message and you're not just on the mission. You get the king's help. You see, in religion, you're told what you should do and the law shows you how bad you are, but it's got no power to save you and to help you do what you're supposed to do. But in the New Testament, Jesus came and he said, I'm going to give you my word. I'm going to give you my spirit. I'm going to give you my body, the church. And the, those three working together are going to help you to fulfill this ambassadorial role that I've called you to. How are we doing here? Four minutes. Let's break that down quickly. On the king's mission, 
Matthew chapter 10, verse 16, Jesus says, I am sending you out. Amen? I am sending you out. The King of Kings is sending me and you out on a life mission with him, together with him, for these things. Guys, there's nothing more exciting than being on mission for the King. Amen? Not just when we go physically on missions, but at our workplace, in the school where we're at, wherever we find ourselves, being on mission with the King. You know, like I said to you, part of our, part of our vision statement is to be a base church. And often when people hear that I'm traveling to another church, or I'm going to Brazil, or I'm going to Colombia, Jonathan came because of our work into, into Colombia. Or we're going to go and visit Mark and Marie in Charlotte, North Carolina, leading the church there. Or Spain, Dennis and Vanessa, or UK. And then they say, oh, Bruce, you're leaving us again. Then you don't understand why we are called Lighthouse to the Nations. Then you don't understand that there's three greats, at least in the Bible. Number one, God's great love for us. We love because he first loved us, number one. God's great love. Number two, the great commandment. Love God and love people as yourself. Number three, the great commission. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all nations. We are called lighthouse to the nations. Not because Mara and I chose that. We had a prophetic word when we were doing church planners training in Glenridge. And they said, we feel that we see a rock and we see you built on that rock. And your light is going to extend to the nations of the earth. And Mara and I both looked at each other and said, that's the name of the church. Lighthouse to the nations. Amen. Because of this understanding, we are on the king's mission. Amen? It's an amazing thing. I want to tell you, a lot of people I meet, they are bored. I was asked by someone before the service, Myra and I are going on holiday. We've been leading the church 21 years. This year we get three months leave. We took a month off in, was it September? We went to Israel, Egypt, Jordan, and, and, and Europe. Now we're taking a month off in December. And they asked me, hey, are you excited to go and leave? And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking forward to going on leave. But I'm not like so desperately hating my job here and what I'm doing here that I just can't wait to get rid of all of you. I promise you, I'm like, I'm sad I'm leaving. There's a part of me, I mean, I know how to party and have a rest. I also know how to have good leave. But I'm not escaping from what I'm doing here. I'm on the king's mission, called by the king to lead this wonderful church into the wonderful areas of God for it. My life is exciting. It's got reason. It's got purpose. It's going to count forever and eternity. And so is yours. Your life doesn't suck. When your life is connected to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords and His kingdom and you see yourself as He sees you and you get on life with Him, my friends, you've got passion, you've got purpose, you've got a sense of destiny, you've got faith, you've got hope, you've got love. Amen. This is it, to be on mission with the King. Now, it is sometimes scary. There's a, there's, I'm part of Better Sandalwood where I live. And on this committee, there's a guy, and he's an incredibly wealthy Greek man. Their family own the East End Mall. And I'm witnessing to this guy. Amen? And yesterday, he's got plantar fasciitis. My community will know what that is, but there's something wrong with his heel, and he was, he was walking a little. And I said to him, hey, man, can I pray for you? So we prayed. And then I asked him, hey, is it better? 
And he walked around, 30% better. I prayed again. No change from 30%. No problem. I'm just loving the guy. A couple of months ago, I sat down with him. I explained the gospel to him. Just, I, said, okay, come for, I just invited him for a meal. Had a meal together. And then I explained the gospel to him. No one in my life has ever explained the gospel to me to you like that, he said. My friends, just be friendly. Just create relational bridges. And at some time, I promise you, God will empower you to take the gospel across that bridge. But you don't have to start off with, do you not cry? Are you going to hell? Are you with me? You know, there's place for that. And if the Lord leads you, but, but most times through relationship. Amen? On the king's mission, proclaiming the king's message. We don't, we don't have the liberty to make up our own message. Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 10. What I whisper in your ear, proclaim from the rooftop. The Bible says in Psalm 32, you will hear a voice behind your mouth saying, this is the way, walk in it. Do you know that the most amazing thing for all of us here is we connected with our Father and our Father speaks to us. And what He tells you in quiet, my friend, you can proclaim out there. I'm discipling these guys at the CrossFit box where I am. And two weeks ago, I spoke to them about Sangormas in consulting the dead. And I said, stay away from that stuff. Unbeknown to me, the week before, the one young man had went to a Sangoma. Now, this, the king was whispering in my ear. I did a Bible study on it with him. He was able to hear the truth. Now we're doing this process of him repenting of that stuff. I didn't have no clue. But the Lord whispered in my ear. And then lastly, the king's help. Now, I've already talked to you about that. My friends, you've got the ring. You've got the robe. You've got the sandals. You've got access to his presence. You work with him, not for him. The king gives all of his kingdom's resources to your disposable to be his ambassador. Isn't that incredible? And so Jesus says this, don't worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, it will be given to you what to say. For it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of God, your Father, will be speaking through you. I love this. Don't worry. It'll be given to you. You see, most of us approach evangelism and outreach and being ambassadors in our own strength, in our own power, slaving for God. Wrong way to do it. Yes, it's fearful. Rebuke the spirit of fear and say, Lord, I'm your mouthpiece. I'm, I'm prepared to be a broken body, but you need to give, tell me what to say, and you need to show me what you want to do in this situation. And honestly, guys, he will give you the words. Do not worry if you're shy. Don't worry that you'll be misunderstood. Don't worry that you will feel awkward and they will feel awkward. Don't worry that you don't have the right words to say. It will be given to you. Amen. Helpful. Who wants to be an ambassador for the king? Hey? I want to be a brand ambassador, my friends. I want to be a brand ambassador. I wonder if you could stand with us. And I'm going to read something to you. I'm going to read a commission. And I'm going to read it. I want you to close your eyes. And I want to picture yourself standing before Jesus. And I want you to picture Jesus saying these words to you. Like Luca, Jesus is in front of you speaking to you. Steve, Jesus is in front of you speaking to you. There's a couple of Steves here. Okay. Hope, 
Close your eyes and listen to what Jesus says. I want you to imagine that he's reminding you of how much he loves you, how much he sacrificed for your freedom and your new identity. And then Jesus says this to you. Put your name in there. I've picked you as one of my ambassadors. You're my child and I love you. You're always with me and everything I have is yours. You're going to be on mission with me for the rest of your life. Jesus says, I want you to look out for others. I want you to have a care about the eternal destiny of others. I want you to proclaim the message that I give you through your words and through your actions as best as you can. I don't want you to be worried. I don't want you to be anxious. I don't want you to be afraid. I, Jesus, promise that I will give you what to say. I am with you. I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. I want you to go for it. Now, I wonder if you could respond. Amen. And I wonder if you could respond by saying, yes, Lord. Can you just say, can you respond in your own heart? Say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, yeah, we are. Lord, lighthouse to the nation's church, a base church and a healing community, a church that understands your great love, your great commission, and your great commandment. Lord, we know that apart from you, we can do nothing. And so we say, yes, Lord, help us. Help us to be your ambassadors. Can we end off by reading that identity creed? For those of you that are new, it's, it's the second page in your book. And um, it says this, my identity creed. It'll be the last time we do it. And I want us to read it together. Is that okay? Are you ready? Second page of your book, my identity creed. I am a child of God. Let's, I'm, I don't want to just read it all together, okay? I am made in the image of God. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I was chosen by Him before the world began. I'm loved more than I will ever know. My Father knows me. My Father cares for me. My Father takes great delight in me. I have been redeemed. I have been set free. I have been forgiven. I am a saint. I am loved in the beloved. I am designed and destined for great purposes in Him. I am sealed with the Holy Spirit. I am God's holy temple. I am tended to live for His glory. Christ dwells in me. I am a new creation. I am a child of the light. I am a part of a new family. I am precious. I am called. I am empowered. I am God's inheritance. I am a co-heir with Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I am dead to sin. I am alive to Christ. I am seated within the heavenly places. I am a child of God. Amen.